listening. How are you? Like, wait, Mike and Peter were talking shit about me? Yeah, you missed out on it. That's some bullshit. Whatever. I mean, those guys. You kind of. Mike's not shit for one. <laughs> Peter, he's always flying, so he's not shit either. So you kind of left the door record- wide open by not being here, bud. Are we recording right now? Yeah. Emma. Hey, oh, Dustin. Man, I'm How's sorry, it guys. going? <sighs> you can't be doing that to me. Anyways, <laughs> let's let's we got to cut that out. Anyways, let's uh. Let's get it going. So last night was the, fin- I mean, the finale. The gosh. finale, it's been, yeah. It's been a long day. Last night was the premiere of Michelle's season. Man, I actually really enjoyed it, honestly. Yeah, I'm stoked to talk about it. Little bum Peter's not here, but he is currently flying like pilots do, apparently. Um, and so I got called in. I know you guys missed me. Uh, even better, I'm deathly ill. So this is going to be the best segment we've ever done, Dustin. You are a trooper. You know what? Michael Jordan had one of the best games ever when he had the flu. So, well, keep that in mind. This might just this is be my Michael the Jordan moment episode. This is your Michael Jordan moment. Shit! All right, let's get let's get it. Let's get into it. And we're also going to give our top five towards the end. Um, mm-hmm. Peter's in the air. We'll get his some some way somehow later on. But let's get started. If you want to go ahead and. Guide us through this journey. All right, let's let's go. So we start the episode in a classroom. Who could have ever predicted that we'd start in a classroom because she's a, a teacher? Yeah, wow. How like thought-provoking. So that was cute. We get to meet some of her students. I do like that, that there's so cute. much like Minneapolis stuff because like I'm in Minneapolis. I live in Minneapolis. It's kind of cool to see like all of the little local shout-outs that they're doing. So like seeing a local classroom and then seeing her around town and then we get to meet her parents. So what did you think of the setup for this episode? The classroom and then meeting her parents. I thought everything was adorable. The kids were just adorable. One of the students was like, I don't, you're going to kiss 30 guys. That was just hilarious to me (laughs) for some reason. Um, The parents were adorable as well. I love it because I'm biracial as well. My mom's white, my dad's black. Seeing a happy family together like that just, you know, brings a tear to my eye. It's good stuff. Um, I I really enjoyed it. And her parents are like super in love. And it seems like that's going to be a huge theme of this season that's really guiding who Michelle is and what she's looking for is like her parents are really in love with one another. And I think that's a really cool thing. I mean, it's nice to see that on television and for her to, to have that goal of that being what she wants. That's the goal. So then we do the whole, like, she flies out to California and she meets up with Tasha and Caitlin. And they're like, oh my God, you're going to be the bachelorette. Are you excited? And they do all the, like, the, the shots where she's picking out her dress and everything and yada, yada. And then the girls, Tasha and Caitlin, do some recon and go, like, digging through the bags of the guys. What did you think about that? That was a little invasive, I would say. I don't know if I would feel comfortable with that. Did they dig through your bags? Like, did did anyone dig through your bag when you showed up at Hannah season? Not that I know, but I don't think I would have been comfortable with that. What what did you have in your bag? What were you hiding? I don't have nothing to hide, but for someone just to, on, you know, on television to be going through your bags, I don't know if I personally would have felt okay with that. I might have been a little upset, but I don't think I have anything to hide. Yeah, but it's interesting what they found. Um, Yo, that one, dude. Should we dude, talk about that now or later? Um, we So I just want to talk about the first impression that I got from him right at the top. He's, he gave me a weird vibe. 
Like the dude seemed strange right from the drop. And I don't know if that's because I know that, like obviously they did a little bit of a tease where they're like, this guy is kind of sus. And but he gave me <laughs> weird vibes when he was like, I'm this farmer. And I'm like, no, you're the fuck you're not, dude. Like Yeah, he seemed like an implant. Yeah, it it seemed like a little an actor, maybe. Yeah, it was too staged, if you ask me. I think so a little. I think so too. Yeah, we'll get back into that. Yep. Let's continue to go. So they go through the bags and everything, and then they don't tell uh Michelle anything. They just continue about it and they're like, Oh, don't worry, we'll tell you about it when production tells us to bring it up which is going to be when it's less convenient for you after you've already met him and have decided that you kind of like him. So they do the they continue with the whole pre uh limo escapades and she picks out her dress. Everyone seems to love this dress. I have a hot take. I do not like the dress. What didn't you like about it? I didn't like the way that it cut. I didn't think it was the most flattering cut of a dress. I think that they're like, I love the beadwork on it, but I didn't like the exact line that it cut along her rib cage. I just think that there was a way that it could have been a little bit more In curved the or the on the sides, like the cutouts on the sides and then like the open back. I think it had been an inch, maybe farther back. It would have been a little bit more flattering. I really did not like the exact line that it cut along the side of her body. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's that's detailed right there. Again, I've been very sick, so I've been watching a lot of Project <laughs> Runway. So maybe oh, there's a little oh, bit of influence the there. Designer in you. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was a lovely dress. I thought she looked gorgeous. Um, oh, stunning. I don't know. I, like, I didn't ha- I'm stoked for yeah. her to be The Bachelorette. Yeah, me too. This is really exciting. Um, like I said before, for her to be The Bachelorette, she has substance. She's, she knows she's just a teacher. She's authentic, you know, and I don't know. I just, I something great about her. I saw something on Instagram where it was like, if you need any more proof that she's here for the right reasons, she didn't have an Instagram until April 2020. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, well, I've had an Instagram since I was in like, when did Instagram start? Like eighth grade for me? Yeah, she doesn't care. Wow. In the 2020. Does that mean that I'm not here for the right reasons? Because I have an Instagram. I mean, are you? Shout out to all 800 of my followers. One of them is my mom. Uh, <laughs> but anyway... She's she's a really down-to-earth person, it seems. She's a really normal person. And in I didn't love the dress, but she looked gorgeous. One, I'm second. Sorry, guys. If you guys hear my dog, she's so loud just licking herself. Sophie, stop. All right. I saw that you posted on your Instagram uh, her licking your feet and oh, with yeah. the caption, good, good soup. soup, and I didn't need that. Good soup. I love that TikTok. <laughs> good soup. <laughs> okay. So the ladies... Set it up. They go, all right, Michelle, it's all you. You're going to meet the guys now. And they start coming in one by one. And the first guy that they... Well, okay, so I don't actually know how this works. And I know you probably can't tell me for fear of uh, legal ramifications. But the first guy that comes out of the limo that we are aware of is Nate. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's actually the first person who came out of the limo or if production put him... Like they edited it that way or what? Do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, I don't know. It's probably edited, but who knows? <laughs> the best editing that they did in the walk-ups was that they had the two firefighters come back to back. That was hilarious, man. I mean, in, in that circumstance, and maybe other circumstances, size matters. Size matters. 
Yeah, I guess you're right. In that circumstance, I would say uh, I mean, size she matters. Gonna want a, is she going to want a little fire truck or a big fire truck? I don't know. But let's let our <laughs> let's let our guest decide. What which kind of fire truck do you guys want? The best thing though is that as this massive fire truck is rolling up, she's like, "Oh my god, I feel so bad for the other guy." What was the other guy's name? I have it written down. Uh, Daniel. Daniel had the tiny fire truck, and she's like, "Oh my god, I yeah. wonder how Daniel feels right now as like this massive fire truck shows up." And in my Poor notes, guy. it says Daniel, firefighter on tiny fire truck. And then the next guy's PJ. And the only thing I've written is real fire truck. I know. Poor guy. <laughs> oh, man. Talk about masculinity. Sheesh. Anyways, you know what? Maybe, maybe size doesn't matter. So maybe it's all good. Who, who knows, guys? I mean. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who, uh, so of all of the walk-ups, what was your favorite? My favorite. I'm not going to lie. I think his name was Rick. You see the platter? Oh, my God. Yeah, Rick with his head on a platter. That guy was my favorite. I'm not going to lie. That guy was funny. He was a a truce. He he just went all in. He stayed in that thing for a while, He was in it for a good chunk of the night until his, like, one-on-one time when he finally came out and gave her a hug. I thought that one was hilarious, you know, when she came, she, she got spooked a little bit. That was probably my favorite. Um, what was your favorite besides fire truck? Besides the fire truck. Uh, I think that the funniest one that I saw, was it did not work well and it was super, super awkward was Brandon K's intro where he gave her the beads and then like tried to make a oh. comment about like, uh, like in New Orleans, you give boobs for beads and it yeah. was so cringy. And then he was like, I'm talking about your heart. I was like, you don't cup your heart. Like, dude. There was something there, though. He could have probably worded it a little differently. He needed a little bit more finesse. That was pretty funny, though. It was entertaining, but it was just like a really cringy moment where when I realized what he was doing, I was like, oh, my God, boobs for beads. Like, Yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. I was going to say also, someone that really um, has a loud personality in this group is Pete, that Italian guy. Oh, the guy who threw the dough up, Principessa. Yeah, that guy's got tons of personality. Um, I think he's going to be funny. I think I think he's going to be a funny character through it all. I think he's going to be good. I think he will be one of the people that gets like some sort of spinoff. Essentially, like he'll be a paradise guy or he'll be invited to the stuff that Bachelor Nation does. I also like to give up my boy Brian from Chicago. He didn't get... Any screen time and also had the gosh, it was so weird. Justice for Brian, man. He was actually he played in the championship game last year, um, with the Chiefs, um, as a football player. And man, justice well, for dude Brian. is built like a brick house. Like, I saw him, I was like, holy lord, you guy. know, that guy is corn fed. He's done, yeah, he's he's played in the NFL for like a decade already. That's a corn-fed Midwest boy if I've ever seen one. That is. Um, that is. But he he did the same thing twice. The only thing that I know about him is that he knows how to dip a girl in dancing. Like, he dipped her when he first met her and then like when they had their one-on-one time later on, he dipped her again. Double dip. Why not? Who cares? I, Double dip. Well, that's it. That's all I know. And then, wham, wham. Didn't work I mean, out. more excited than that guy Clayton. I mean... Okay. I don't even know what... <laughs> So I knew that we were going to get to this point. I don't see it yet. I don't know what it is that I'm supposed to see, but I'm not seeing it. ABC sees something. ABC knows something that I I don't know. They usually know something I don't know. 
I hope so. I will say, I heard from the grapevine from some people that were on the show mm-hmm. that he was very boring. I don't know. Interesting. I heard there was not much substance, but I don't know. That's just what I heard. Don't shoot the messenger. Guys, I don't know. That's what I heard. You're out here saying justice for Brian. I'm going to stand solid in my beliefs. Justice for Mike Johnson. Who the frig is this Clayton dude? Why is Mike Johnson not The Bachelor yet? That's crazy. Not over it. Will not be over it. Not going to get over it. Will die on this hill. But it like I didn't see it. She spanked him with a ruler. I was like, all right, get it, I guess. Honestly, if if someone had walked up to me and be like, spank me with this ruler, and I'm like, this is your first impression, I would have cracked that thing. Oh. You don't know. Why would you do it? Like, it's a nice softball swing. Oh, wow. Okay. Someone's into that <laughs> BS, what, whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I forget the... <laughs> BDSM? Yeah, yeah, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> I would have given a crack at it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway... Um, what was the lamest intro, do you think? What was the lamest? Maybe, what, that guy come as an apple? That was pretty Rodney, lame. you didn't like it? I like that he called no. himself a Granny Smith apple, and then she called him out on him. And, and, like, you know, that's the only not red apple, right? Yeah, you gotta, if you come as an apple, you gotta know, she really knows her apples, wow. Ooh, so, one fun fact here. One of the types of apples she listed off is the Honeycrisp apple, which is actually invented at the University of Minnesota, proud alum here. Uh, But it's a delicious apple. I will send you one. It probably won't send send in the mail well, but I will send you an apple. And they are phenomenal. It is a really nice apple. Overnight, for sure. I want to try it. Fantastic. Also, another lame one was the guy that came with no pants. That was kind of... That was weird. He was like wearing a a mini tuxedo. A little weird. That was strange. I didn't love the bed. I didn't think that was the best. Oh, um, I thought that was smooth. Really? That guy seems like a smooth talker, though. He seemed like a he smooth looks like talker. like a Stephen Curry. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was smooth. I don't know. He got her in bed. He got her in bed on the first date. Um, but then, like, at the end of the episode, when Caitlin and Tasha were screwing around with the bed, I thought that was hilarious. And they broke the wheel off of it and everything. That was funny. Other than that, I am really interested in this Joe guy. Apparently, her... And Joe had some history, and it was weird. They, she couldn't really figure it out at first. And I don't know if I believe him or not, but I kind of like him. He seems genuine, but it's like it's it's a tough one to call, you know. He ghosted her, but now he's interested again. But you know, he said he just wasn't in the right space. And so it it seems like red flags are something that she is very aware of, um, and paying attention to, and. For me, I do also see the red flag of you DM'd this guy back and forth a couple times and then he just never responded. Oh, now you're the bachelorette and he's on your season? How convenient. Mm, I don't know. Boy has some work to do to get off the naughty list. I know, but he seems like a genuine guy. But I guess you just never know. I guess we'll definitely find out. But I don't know. I'm torn in between. I guess we'll see. I don't know. He's not my favorite. I don't think he's going to go super far mostly because I think that that red flag is going to outweigh a lot of stuff. But maybe I will be wrong. We will see. We will see. So he was the last person who came in from the limos, allegedly. And then we go into the cocktail party. We start talking about some of this stuff. Jamie pulls her first. I really like Jamie. He was the guy in the tan suit. He's very suave, very swaggered. I like Jamie. 
He was making funny facial expressions. I don't know. He seems... You'll, you'll have to see when you see my, uh, my pics. And then she talks to Joe about the DMs thing and the red flags about that. And he ends up getting the last rose, which is pretty huge. But we'll see. We'll see where that goes. And then finally, the thing we've been dying to talk about, Ryan. The Ryan, was it? So was he trying to just really prepare to steal her heart or was he preparing for success on the show? So... I'm going to have to say success for the show. The bummer thing, I, I almost wish he'd been kept around for one more episode because he had like maybe 10 minutes of screen time. And in that time, he was already trying to defend himself. And the things he was saying weren't lining up already, which means I would have loved to see how he attempted to spin things if he'd been given a little bit longer because it was already all falling apart underneath him. Dude can't even spell bachelorette and he's trying to win. Are you kidding me? And he's like, I've never even seen it. You were the bachelor on the bachelorette live. You've met all of these people. I saw that. Like, That's freaking hilarious. He Okay. None of those things that he said lined up. It was so weird. Who keeps back files like that? And then Jason Tardick was tweet, uh, was making comments about how his name popped up. And he was like, should I be offended or flattered? I don't know, Ryan. You tell me. His notes were very, they were very good notes. He must have been a great note taker. He was very prepared. I actually wish they would have kept him around a little bit longer too. I want to see, I would have loved to see how this all planned out. Do you think you made the notes? Yeah, he did. He's a note taker for sure. Do you think Kenny's junk made the notes? <laughs> <laughs> It's a screen time joke. Get it? But um, <laughs> make sure your junk gets on. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's freaking hilarious. <laughs> then let's talk about who got the first impression rose. I think he is actually. He just seems like he really likes her. He's really into her already. It seems genuine, you know. He doesn't seem like he's really giving all this extra fluff. It's just like I think he's just being him. He seemed really genuine. And the fact that he was like so... So in the episode with Mike Johnson, they were talking about how in dating, it's really cool that on The Bachelorette, you get to open up so quickly. And like dating in real life, they're like, if you open up that quickly on the first date, it's like, yo, dude, slow slow your roll. That's kind of weird. But he was talking about like his family and his trepidations about dating and reservations and all these things. And it was really sincere. And it, I will be honest, if a guy said that to me on the first date, I'd be like, yo, dude, slow your roll. What's your favorite color? It's a whole new ballgame, though. It's a whole new world. Mm -hmm. You got to give yourself quick and you, you have little time. And yeah, if you want to girl of your dreams, you got to put it out there quick. I think he aced it. He got the first impression rose and the first kiss. This guy's going to be around for a long time. Oh, yeah. And then... The episode ends, we get the cute little, or I mean, we have the rose ceremony. We all know how that goes. Rip Brian. We then get the little teaser for what's coming this season on The Bachelorette. Drama, drama, drama. That's what we are here for. I'm ready. I'm ready for the shit show. So I, I think she's going to be putting, I think she's going to be putting a lot of these guys in check. Like, hey. I'm excited for that. Finger snap, putting them in check. So it's going to be good. I mean, she's a teacher. That's what she's there for, right? Keep her students oh, yeah, in line. <laughs> I'm excited. I hadn't really thought too much about how travel had impacted things, especially because like, I was really stoked that the last one was in New Mexico because I'm born and raised in New Mexico. So it was really cool to see that. 
it's nice to see them get the opportunity to like start going places again and seeing like those teasers of like them doing more stuff was exciting as opposed to them like with Clarentasia's season where they were just stuck in the hotel or in New Mexico when they were just stuck in the hotel for Katie's season or Matt James's season where they were stuck in, I think it was North Carolina. Yeah, it makes everything more exciting. And it puts the guys or people in a whole new mindset too, refreshes them, gives them a little bit of hope, energy, um, doesn't stay still. Or um, maybe maybe that's why we had so much drama in the last couple of seasons, though. People were just really going crazy. But who knows? I think it's going to be good, though, too. I think this is going to be a really good season. I think it's going to be a really good season. I am really excited for it. So with that, do you want to go first or would you like me to go first with my picks and then who I think is going to walk away with the lady? Okay, let's do it. It's you first, ladies first. All right. My top five are Clayton. He has to go far. He has to give us something interesting or else I don't know why ABC would pick him. So I threw, I threw Clayton in there. I also have Chris S because I think he's funny. I think that they are going to have good chemistry. He's funny. I threw mm-hmm. in Nate because I think that Nate's going like pretty dang far in this. I threw in Rodney, the Apple guy who you did not like. Okay. And then the guy I've picked to win it all, I think, is Jamie. Jamie's not going to win it all. That's for sure. You don't think so? No way. Okay. Clayton for sure has to be in there somewhere or why in the fuck is he the bachelor Mm -hmm. spoiler guys if you don't know spoiler alert clayton's the next bachelor rick i like rick a lot i think rick is funny and i think rick has some personality so i think rick's gonna go there pretty far i think joe is gonna be in the mix for a while i think there's some confusion all right all right for sure nate i mean got the first impression Mm -hmm. rose and number five who am i gonna give this to I'm going to give it to Pete because Pete's got some personalities, the funny Italian guy, uh, makes some pizza. And I think that's my top five. Yep. All right. Exciting. Yeah. To all our listeners, stay tuned. We are going to get Peter's top five to you somehow, some way, we promise. Somehow, some way. Again, might just want to follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast. Probably the easiest way for uh, you to see more, the most consistent information. Let's just have it posted there. Make it easy for everyone. Sounds good to me. We're in for it every week. Stay tuned for the recaps and uh, yeah, exciting season. I'm excited for it too. I'm also excited to share the next segment that we got uh, with everybody because we're get to introduce someone special. Dustin, you want to do a little tease for it? Yeah, I'll go ahead and give a little teaser for it. So me and my girlfriend Kat are on the podcast together and um, we talk about a little bit how we met and our traveling, but we are really focusing on a funny TV show that... We picked up in the UK and uh, it's pretty bizarre. So <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy. guys so uh we have a special uh segment here today um peter is offline so we thought it would be cool to talk about one a pretty cool tv show in london that i just recently um stumbled across of and also to introduce my girlfriend kat kat say hello hello (laughs) tell us a little bit about yourself katty 
I apologize in advance. I'm a little nervous. I've never done a podcast before, but um, my name is Kat, obviously. I grew up in the UK and Australia. I, most of my life, I'm so nervous. Oh my God. You're doing great. Yeah. So no, I spent uh, the majority of my life in the UK. Um, I did my high school years in Australia. I was there for six years and uh, my parents are American. My mom is from the South. Um, so that's why your accent is... That, yeah. That's why I speak like this. Um, <laughs> I don't really get it either, to be honest. It's kind of a weird uh, part of my uh, identity that doesn't really make sense to me. But yeah, no. I mean, I grew up with American parents just overseas. I am fully British and Australian and American. So I'm the holder of three citizenships, which is nice. But yeah, mostly lived in the UK. <laughs> and what do you do now? Uh, I am a journalist. Yeah. So I study journalism in school. And now I am a working, practicing journalist in New York, which was always a dream of mine from when I was younger. And made it happen last year. I moved out here in uh, 2020, uh, or a week before the pandemic. So yeah, I've been navigating New York all through this, all through these times, which has been fun. But I love the city. All right, she's getting a little. She's not as nervous anymore, guys. Um, so <laughs> I'm me, so and, I'm sweating. Me, oh, God. <laughs> me and Kat met through a mutual friend. It's a funny story. She actually, my buddy Clay, they had matched on a dating app and Clay brought her out to hang out with the fellas one Sunday. That's the first time they met and me and her just hit it off and we've been... Uh, hanging out. Hanging out ever since. Yeah. I mean, that was back in like March of this year. So we met in March and we were hanging out for a while. <laughs> And then, yeah, we became in a full-blown relationship. Yeah, full-blown relationship. And I came and visit you oh, in yeah. London. He sure did. Which yeah. was really exciting. Um, such a beautiful city. And one of the things you put me on, you were watching damn near every night, was Naked Attraction. Naked Attraction. Yeah. Go ahead and give everyone a little spill of what <laughs> Naked Attraction is. See, the funny thing is, like, Naked Attraction is such, like, a normal thing in the UK. Like, no one really cares about it now. It's just one of those shows that's just kind of on every night. Like, I don't know, like, The mass Singer or whatever over here. Like, it's just so normalized on TV now. But basically, it's like a naked dating show. So uh, one, like, person walks into a room and there's, like, kind of panels of people, like four different people. And like the way it works is that they start from the bottom up. So they see like the person that's like dating. They see <laughs> everything, guys. So they're covered up probably. They start off, only their toes and legs are showing. And then when the game gets started, they raise up this, I don't know what you would call it. Like the screen. They raise the screen past their private parts. So the person picking the contestants is visually looking at nothing more but their private areas. Their and genitals, yeah. The, and the show is really putting it all up close and personal. Like you get a full box of the box. You sure <laughs> I'm sorry. You sure do though. Oh my God, Yeah. And yeah, so when it starts from there, like the host encourages the contestant to go up and like 
pick and choose what they like about the genitals. What do you like, like about these genitals? What do you yeah. like? But why? But why? Why not? No, yeah. Oh, so like, they yeah. really get up close and personal. Do they, you like it shaved? It's a nice, it's a nice little shaved uh, little area. It's very weird. Do you like the foreskin? Do you do you like a cut, non-cut? It's a, it gets really graphic, guys. Yeah. It's in. Saying, I look at Emma's face, our producer. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> but then, yeah, it goes from there and then up to the chest and then to the head. And then, yeah, it, it, they whittle them down to like two contestants. And then um, the people participating get to see the person choosing naked. And then they go on a date with their clothes on. So it's all very weird. It is all very weird. So there's also, we forgot, there's steps. So they go, there's like three notches above the private genital area. Then above, like, the, the breast of the men or, or women. And then the full body. And the full they body, show. yeah. And then they, uh, and then they speak. They get them to speak. You which get to is talk like, a little bit. And what's really cool is they do male and female, but they also do um, same sex as well, which is really mm-hmm. um, cool. Or and bisexual. They do bisexual They do bisexuals. Well. Um, uh, yeah. I, there was also ones with uh, trans on there that was interesting as well, which was really cool. Um, so it's inclusive with everybody. But what's crazy is it's on national television. Cable television, cable. yeah. Yeah, it's on cable television. I just think, I think the European attitude towards that stuff is just like a lot more relaxed than it is here in the States. I think it's very much like censorship. It's all about censorship and like protect the children and like, you know. It's so weird because we actually that would here, never fly here. That would never fly here, but we're okay with showing violence nonstop to kids, but... Sex is like but, totally yeah. off limits. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah. What's also really cool is that everyone that does the show, they're like, at the end, if you get kicked off, they're like, how do you feel? And they're always like, it was liberating. I, yeah. I loved it. I felt so good. These are some interesting characters, too. Um, I actually I, ended up seeing someone I knew on there once, which was <laughs> really funny. Someone from, a, from a, like this promoter at this nightclub. I just remember, like, I was watching it, and I was like, wait, I feel like I've seen that tattoo before. That looks really familiar. And then it, like, went up to his face, and I was like, oh, my God. Worst nightmare. But I messaged him, and I was like, did you really do this? Like, is is this really you? He's like, yeah, I did it. Like, it was a dare. I was like, okay. (laughs) I wouldn't—no one—I don't think people in the U.S. would do that. Uh, I don't know. But also, some of these people— There's freaky-deaky people out here. Yeah, that's true. But I would compare it to— I was like, it, I don't want to call it trash, but it's like a... It's not trash. He was like, he, he we like watched a couple episodes and he's like... It's like my, Jerry, people from Jerry Springer. Well, no, it's... Well, uh, he was like, my my like perception of the British people has changed now. Like, I look at you guys so differently <laughs> and like... But he was also like, I would do so well on this show. Shut up. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody would choose me. Shut up. Oh, my God. It's true. She's not, she wasn't supposed to say that. So. Well, how he grades himself. Are, do, do you know where our listeners could find it? Probably YouTube. I think that's the best bet. If you just type in Naked Attraction, I know they have, like, whole episodes on there. Otherwise, if there's some sort of way you can, like, get past the, what's the, I don't know what the thing is called. The VPN. VPN, yeah, to, like, watch British TV, then you could. But yeah, I mean, it's funny because like people, people don't even think twice about it in the UK now. It's like not something that's discussed. It's like, oh, Naked Attraction's on. But he was like, what is this? And we showed Peter some of it. We have Peter watched some of it too. We watched it on YouTube the other night. Uh, it's interesting. It's uh, entertaining for sure. Maybe we should get the host on sometime. Yeah. 
I'm sure we could probably get around. What's also fun as well is that it's like actually a little bit educational. Like they throw in facts about like sex and like bodies and, you know, relationships and that kind of thing. And like attraction, like that sort of. That is true. Yeah, like science. It's very educational. It's not very educational. I no, it is. Very, I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of ed- educational. <laughs> <laughs> I would encourage everyone to watch it at least once. Check it out. Maybe mm-hmm. our viewers tell us what you think. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, very controversial. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber, and me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to btc at redrockmusic.com. That's btc at redrockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcasts. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad-free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.